This is Apostle James Podcast, transfiguring the world by the Word of God and bringing joy to the faces of many. Remain watchful and pay attention as we dive into what the Lord has for us today. Welcome again to my podcast. I am your regular with the Lord Brother Apostle James Opabi. Transfiguring the world by the word of God and bringing joy to the faces of many. Hallelujah. Uh, Genesis chapter 28, reading from verse 10. And today we want to talk about the need for personal, personal encounter with God. Personal encounter with God. You have need of personal encounter with God. You have need of personal encounter with God. Now, I'm going to take us through, you know, story of the scriptures, then for you to see that this is the way that God works. It is not enough for you to preach the God of your father without knowing the God of your father. You know, there are many people that preach the God of their father, but they don't know the God of of their father. Even as it is today, There are many Christians, there are many people that go to church that claim to be Christians, but they don't know the God of their Savior. You need to have a personal encounter with God. And I want to show us today that you have need of personal encounter with God. It's not enough for you to live by the God that your father preaches. You need to have a personal encounter with God. And I'm going to show us today how God always did it. Look at Genesis. Let's begin from Genesis chapter 28. Jacob was running away from his brother Esau. And he came to a place, verse 10, and then he alighted at the place as he went from Beersheba toward Haran. And he alighted upon a certain place. That was, that, that was really a backsliding movement. I had a pause a little bit because I, it was like, should I start you know, explaining the Beersheba and, uh, and Haran? Haran means a dry patch land. Haran mean dry patch land. Beersheba means a place of food, well of food. You know, you know, Beersheba, Beersheba was the place that Abraham finally headquartered his, his ministry. That was where he, he planted the tamarisk tree, which is evergreen shrub, and called on El Olam, everlasting God. Huh? And Abraham moved from Haran to Beersheba. But Jacob moved from Beersheba to Haran. So you see that he was a backslider. <laughs> I get what I'm saying. So it was a backsliding movement, but we are not going to get into that. And God knew that. Of course, he did something in the house that made him to backslide. You see, you know why? Because he hadn't known God. You may be the son of Abraham. You may be the descendant of Abraham, but do you have an encounter with God? 
Do you have an encounter with God? You, you have need of personal encounter with God. Today is the sixth day of the ten days of fasting and praying. And then you have need of personal encounter with God. And God is speaking to somebody. Amen. You have need of personal encounter with God. So he was moving from Beersheba down to Haran. It was complete opposite of what, of how his grandfather Abraham moved. But now look at this, and God understand, understood it. So verse 11, and he alighted upon a certain place and tarried there all night because the sun was set and he took of the stones of that place and put them for his pillows and lay down that place to sleep. And he dreamed and uh, behold, a ladder set up on the earth and the top of it reached to heaven. And behold, the angels of God ascending and descending on it. You know, Jesus used this, this word, when he talked to Nathaniel. And because he is the ladder, he saw Jesus, the bridge between heaven and earth. Amen. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham, thy father, and the God of Isaac, the land whereon thou liest, to thee will I give it unto thy seed. And then verse 16, And Jacob awaked, you know, God went on ahead to give him the covenant. Then Jacob awaked out of his sleep, and he said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I knew it not. Are you getting that? This was the the time that Jacob now had the first encounter with God. He was the son of Isaac, the son of Abraham, but he had no encounter with God. God knew that for him to carry on with the covenant, he must have a personal encounter with him. Now, let's read Genesis chapter 26. Genesis chapter. You know, when Jacob understood this encounter, understood God, then Jacob now made a vow. It was when Jacob had understood God, he now made a vow unto God because he had understood God. Now, chapter 6, chapter 26, from verse 1. And there was a famine in the land beside the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went unto Abimelech, king of Philistines, unto Jerah. Now listen, verse 2. And the Lord appeared unto him and said, Go, go not down into Egypt, and dwell, dwell in the land which I shall tell thee of. Sojourn in this land, and I will be with thee, and will bless thee. For unto thee and unto thy seed, I will give all these countries, and I will perform the oath which I swear unto Abraham. And I will make thy seed to multiply. The same thing. He says, verse, verse, verse 5, Because that Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge. But God still came to Isaac to have, so that Isaac could have an encounter with him. Now, let's go down to chapter 12. You will see the way that God 
works. Now we we'll go down to chapter 12, verse 1. Now the Lord said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto the land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great. And thou shalt be a blessing, and I will bless them that bless thee, and curse them that curse thee. And in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Verse 4. So Abraham departed as the Lord had spoken unto him, and Lord went with him and everyone there. And then verse 6. And Abraham passed through the land uh, unto the place of or unto, unto the plain of Moreh, and the Canaanite was then in the land. Verse 7. And the Lord appeared unto Abraham and said, Unto thy seed will I give this land. There he builded he an altar unto the Lord. Amen. So you see, now let's read again a scripture. Genesis chapter 11. Genesis chapter 11. And reading from verse 26, but we'll skip. And Terah lived 70 years and begat Abraham, Nahor, and Haran. And then um, verse 31. And Terah took Abraham his son, and Lot the son of Haran, his son's son, and Sarah his daughter-in-law, his son Abraham's wife. And they went forth with them from uh, from all of the Chadi to go into the land of Canaan. And they came unto Haran and dwelt there. So you see the Haran. Remember, it was from Haran that Abraham left and went to Canaan. And then from there, he moved and then and then watered at Beersheba. And Jacob began to move from Beersheba down to Haran again. So you could see that it was a backward movement that Jacob was moving. Right? So he was moving a backward, but that's not what we are talking about. One day we'll talk about the journey of Jacob. One day we're going to talk about the journey of Jacob. We have a study on the journeys of the Bible. You know, God was the first person that began the journey, made a journey from heaven down to earth, you know, and he came to have fellowship with man. But he had the first journey that happened. It was a journey out of Eden eh? before Cain made his own journey and before people began to make journeys. So that is the the, the, the the journeys of the Bible. We are going to look into that journeys of the Bible. But that's not what I'm talking about right now. So you look at Abraham journeyed from Haran down to Canaan. But do you know who began that Canaanite journey? It was Abraham, Terah. But we are not told that God spoke to Terah. But you could see that God was walking in Terah. Terah was going to Canaan. But Terah could not go there. Terah came to Haran and stopped. That's why he said that God has said to Abraham, God has said to Abraham, which means that God had been speaking to Abraham. Now continue with the ministry that I committed to your father. So the person that God really gave Canaan was Terah. It began with Terah, but Terah could not complete it. Hallelujah. 
Hey, hallelujah. Are you going to say? Huh? You know, so Terah could not. Terah got to Heran and stopped. So God had to start speaking to Abraham. God had been speaking to Abraham. If you understand the Bible very well, you understand that Abraham left before Terah died because Abraham was 75 years old. And Terah died when Terah was 100, 205 years old. And Terah was 130, was 70 years old when he gave birth to Abraham. So if you understand that, so you find out that, that it was when Terah was about 130 years old. Eh? 130 years old was when Abraham left. So Abra- Terah had not died because Abraham left when he was 75 years old. But Terah had got tired of going for that, that vision. Terah was no longer going to continue with that vision and God had to begin it with Abraham and spoke to Abraham to move. That's why he said, God has said to Abraham, God has said to Abraham, right? The Bible says there, look, let's see, see. The Bible says, verse 32, and the days of Terah were 205 years and Terah died in Haran. Terah died in Haran. Now, he says, verse 26, And Terah lived 70 years and begat Abram and Nahor and Haran. So he lived 70 years, but he died at 205 years old. But Abram was 75 years old when he left Canaan. Right? So you find out that you find you then you, you find out that Terah was still alive when Abraham answered the call. It was a call that God gave to it was a call that God gave to Terah to move to the land of Canaan. But God knew that Terah was not going to complete it. And you know, God has timing for what he does. And God had to transfer the call to Abraham. Amen. And that's how God began to do it. So transfer the call to Abraham. And transfer the call that he gave to Abraham. The covenant he made with Abraham. And transferred it to Isaac. And transferred it to Jacob. You understand the way it's going. So you understand what I'm saying. And for each of these, God had to make an encounter with them. For God to use you, it is not just the God of your father. You must have a personal encounter with God. Believe you me, there are so many ministers of the gospel that have not had personal encounter with God. There are so many. Even sometimes like that, we ask ourselves, have we even had an encounter with God? At a point in time when I was studying, writing the book on the Holy Spirit, James Luke and of the Holy Ghost and Spirit. If I open, for example, the commentary on Acts of the Apostles, you know, chapter 1. If I open that commentary there, you'll be shocked what I discover, for example. I, I, say, I say to them, do not venture to go out until you are filled and due with power from on high. That's what Jesus said to them. 
Don't go out until you are endued with power from on high. Then he took time to have told them, to tell them everything about the kingdom. He told them everything about the kingdom. Yet, they were not yet filled with the Holy Ghost. Remember, those were the people, the disciples, they were people that uh, uh, they had cast out demons. Yeah? They had gone in the name of Jesus and dealt with demons. And demons were subject unto them in the name of Jesus. Yet, they, were, they had not yet had an encounter with the Holy Ghost. And Jesus said, don't use those experiences that you had. Don't depend upon the experiences you had when I was with you. You must have a personal encounter with the Holy Ghost for you to carry out with the mission. I, 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 I get what I'm talking about. The same thing that God did. You know, so when you study this very well, remember Jesus said to them, he says, verse 5, in Acts of chapter 1, verse 5, he said, For John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. He says, John truly baptized with water. Truly is a good ministry. But that water baptism ministry is not going to take you far. It's not going to cause you to do what you are supposed to do. You must have a personal encounter. If there is something that you need, you need personal encounter. You know God did it to Noah. You know, we talked about it. You know, the episode he said. Look at what God did. In Genesis chapter 9 verse 1. God spoke unto Noah and blessed Noah and blessed the land and said, Be fruitful, multiply. He transferred the Adamic covenant and they made a Noah covenant. And I, I said that what God did with Adam was logos to Noah. What God did was Logos to Noah. But when God now spoke it, he became Rema, the living word. Amen. It's just like if you know God, you need to know Jesus to know the living God. To be alive in your life. You need Jesus. You need encounter with Jesus. You need encounter with the Holy Ghost. You have the word of God. You need you need personal encounter with God. And that is why that he says in the book of that's why look at this. That's why that he says in the book of uh of John chapter 1. I will use NIV to read it. Verse 12 and verse 13. Look at it says. Let me read from verse 10. Verse 10. He was in the world and though the world was made through him the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet, to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, 
He gave the right to become the children of God. Now listen. He said children born not of natural descent nor of human decision or a husband's will but born of God. Now if you go to if you go to Romans chapter 1 we read it the other day. Romans chapter 1 verse 3. You go to Romans chapter 1 and, and look at verse 3. And he says, regarding his son, who as to his earthly life was descendant of David, and who through the spirit of holiness was appointed the son of God in power. You don't become, eh? you, 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 don't, you don't build your relationship with God. Based on the experience of your grandfathers. It is not because you are a descendant of Abraham. That makes you to become a covenant carrier. Yes, you are a covenant carrier. But you need a personal encounter with God. That's why he says, in that John, in that particular John chapter 1. He was talking about, remember that this thing was primarily written to the Jews. Don't forget that the Bible was primarily written but they also wrote to the church but remember that they had the Jewish audience primarily initially mind you it was, it was, it was the, their, their primary audience initially and then he says he came he came to it into the world the world was made through him and the world did not recognize him then he came to his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become the children of God. Children not born of natural descent. In other words, not because you are not a child of God because you are you are a descendant of Abraham. It is not because you are a descendant of Abraham. It's not because that you're a descendant of David that makes you to become a child of God. You know, you know, Paul said, what is the advantage? What's the advantage of, uh, of the Jews? And then he said it in Romans chapter 3 verse 1. He says here, what advantage then is there being a Jew? Or what value is there in circumcision? Why? Because Paul was trying to let them know that being a Jew does not make you being a child of God. But it's a privilege. It makes you you are closer to God. Just like Jacob said in the encounter with God. And then he said that God was in that place and he didn't know it. He didn't know it was the house of God. He had an encounter with Jesus, the ladder. Because Jesus spoke unto Nathaniel. And said that you will see the angels ascending and descending on the Son of Man. He was connected to the scripture. Nathaniel understood that Jesus was talking about the vision of Jacob. Better the house of God. And Jacob said this is the house of God. Because the church is not heaven. But the church is a place you find a ladder to heaven. There are many people that are in the church. But they have not climbed that ladder to heaven. The ladder is there. 
when you come into the church, there you meet the ladder because the church is the link between heaven and the earth. The church is not heaven. Unfortunately, there are many churches where you don't find a ladder. Unfortunately, there are churches you don't find that ladder. People cannot find connection. People cannot find salvation. People cannot find an encounter with God. Church is supposed to be a place. The house of God is supposed to be a place you have an encounter with God. And I was so glad when my son understood it. Understood that this is the way. I took them through the scripture. I said, Jacob, God had to make Jacob to have personal encounter. God had to make Isaac to have personal encounter. God had to make Abraham to have personal encounter. It was, it began with terror. And we also read about Joseph. For Joseph to carry the vision, God had to give Joseph that vision. You need vision from God. You need to have a personal vision from God. Personal vision of what God wants. Personal vision of how God wants it. Personal vision of direction. Apart from the fact that you are carrying the torch and covenant that your father has received from the Lord. That was what Gideon said. If God be with us, where is the God that we have read? You need to transfer. I said the God of your father is Old Testament. Your own God is New Testament. <laughs> I said the God that your father preached to you is Old Testament. You need to have personal encounter with God of your father. You need a personal encounter with the God of your father. You need to come to church and have personal encounter with God. And then climb that ladder that takes you to heaven. For you to bear the covenant of God. So God could not allow Jacob to move without having a personal encounter. Then the eyes of Jacob opened. Jacob realized that he had been called. God transferred that Abrahamic covenant unto which he had transferred to Isaac and transferred it unto Jacob. Amen. So you need a personal encounter. God transferred Adamic covenant to Noah and made covenant. And God began a fresh covenant because Noah was rainbow. Then Abraham was circumcision. And circumcision was first before the law. That's why Jesus Christ said to them that the fathers were of circumcision. And then that even the circumcision was higher than their law. Because that if somebody was born and the eighth day happened to be on the Sabbath, you must circumcise that person in order not to break the law of circumcision. In other words, Abrahamic covenant is higher than the law. Abrahamic covenant is higher than the law of Moses. And that is why that we talk about circumcision. So you can dwell on the Abrahamic covenant. You know, people like Midian, you will see them in Abraham's bosom. People like me, you know, Jethro, you will see Jethro. You will see people like the sons of Jethro. That's why he said the priest of the Most High. But he was an Israelite. No, he was not an Israelite. Why? Because he was working according to the covenant of that time, which was the covenant of circumcision. And that covenant of circumcision, you know, was higher than the covenant of the law. So there were people that didn't keep the law. 
but I kept the circumcision. Circumcision was only adopted as part of the law, not that God gave it to Moses. No, God did not give Moses circumcision. Circumcision is of the fathers. Hallelujah. And that was why that no matter the call that God called Moses, because that he was not circumcised, and they either God wanted to kill him or wanted to kill his son, the Bible tells us that place is not clear. But the wife of Moses intervened, understood, and they had to take on this and cut off that because Moses did not understand the covenant of God yet. Yet he was called of God. You can be called of God and you don't understand the covenant of God. He can even kill you. You must be born again. You must be born again to be a preacher. You see, many people are preaching, but they are not born again. That's what happened to Nicodemus. Nicodemus came. He was a teacher. Nicodemus was three things. He was a teacher in Israel. He was an old man. And he was also a political leader. Remember that the leadership in Israel... Both their political leadership and their and their spiritual leader was intertwined. Herod was just, you know, the political leaders like Herod, you know, that they were representing the Roman Empire. But the true leaders of Israel were the Pharisees and the Sanhedrin and the scribes. So that uh, this guy was part of. And then he was a ruler in Israel. The Bible calls him that he was a ruler in Israel. And he was an old man, but he came to Jesus and also a teacher. Jesus said, are you a teacher in Israel and you do not know what I'm talking about? He was a teacher. But Jesus said, a teacher, you must be born again. You are a teacher, but you must be born again. You are a ruler, you must be born again. You are an old man, you must be born again. He was connected. He was part of the council. Remember that Nicodemus was part of the council of Caiaphas. You know, the way Caiaphas prophesied and Nicodemus defending Jesus there. So whether you are an old man, you will be born again. For you to enter the kingdom, it's not enough that you are a descendant of Abraham. It's not enough that you know that you, that you are calling upon the God of Abraham. If you call upon the God of Abraham, you will be blessed. But you need personal encounter with God. That is why that he said he came to his own and his own rejected him. Where his own rejected him, but he says, but to them that received him, to them he gave power to become the children of God. Even though I believe he said that he says, children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or a husband's will, but children born of God. You must be born of God. And that's why he said that Jesus was made of the seed of David naturally. They were pronounced to be son of God by resurrection from the dead according to the spirit of holiness. You become a child of God by the operation of the Holy Ghost. By encounter with God. You are not a child of God because you are a descendant of Abraham. But you will partake of the blessing of God given to Abraham because you are a descendant of Abraham. But when it comes to the spiritual, you must have encounter with God. It is not enough that your children are children of a pastor. 
they must have encounter with God. It is not enough that your children are children of an apostle. They must have encounter with God. It is not enough that your children began from their tender age, I mean to read the Bible, they don't know sin, they don't know unrighteousness, they don't know stealing, they don't know that, but they cannot say that this is the day that I made encounter with God. God needs to come into encounter with them. You need an encounter yourself. You need an encounter. There are preachers and teachers and you know there are people they use experience to open church. There are elders. They are elders but no encounter. There are elders, ordained elders and deacons. They are only elders because that they are elders. They are not elders like Elihu. Elihu said, yes, do speak. A multitude of yes, do give wisdom. But there is the spirit in a man and the breath of God giveth him understanding. Elihu said, I am very young. So I allowed you people to talk. But you people were not speaking well. I am speaking as a spiritual elder. So you find out that Elihu was elder by the spirit. Not elder naturally. There is the breath of God that gives understanding. You need to be breathed upon the breath of God. Jesus breathed upon them the breath of life. And then they say, receive the Holy Ghost. What Jesus breathed upon them was not Holy Ghost. He gave them a new life. Just like he gave Adam a new life. You need Jesus as a quickening spirit to have a new breath. It is different from encounter with the Holy Ghost. We will talk about that as we get into the spiritual angle perspective of what we are doing. But understand what I said today. You need encounter with God. You can only be a child of God when you have encounter. God made Abraham to have encounter with him. It was not because that your father Terah was the one that we that I told to go to the land of Canaan. Therefore, it is now, it is just your right, you must do it without encounter with God. No, God had to come that night and visited him and then and gave him a promise. You need the promise of God. You need the word of God made flesh. That's why the Bible says in that John chapter 1 verse 14, after talking about not born of human decision, not your parent decision, not natural descent, no husband's will. People think that because that they are married, you know, you marry, you didn't get born again, and then you marry into a church, and then that makes you a Christian. No, you must have a personal encounter. That church, there is a ladder to heaven. You must have an encounter with God there. Therefore, it says, the word became flesh and made it dwelling among us. The word of God must become life to you. God made the word he spoke to Adam to become life unto Noah. God made the the the, the thing he put in the life of uh, of uh, of of Terah to become life in Abraham. God transferred the covenant he made with Abraham to Isaac for Isaac to continue with the covenant. God made encounter with Isaac. God made encounter with Jacob, and God gave. Joseph, a vision about future. Amen? So you need an encounter with God. You need personal encounter with God. Hallelujah. And God said unto Nicodemus, 
He said, you must be born again. You must have an encounter. It's not enough for you to be a teacher in Israel and you don't have an encounter. And Jesus said to the disciples, don't venture to go out until you are endued with power from on high. When you study it, oh my God. He said to them there, don't venture to go out. John truly baptized with water. But shall be baptized with Holy Ghost not many days from hence. Amen. You must be certain. You must be certain. Jesus took them through the kingdom school of ministries. But Jesus made them to understand. Yeah, water baptism is powerful, but it's not what is going to take you to the place where you are going to go to. Amen. It's not what is going to take you there. He said, look beyond John's ministry. Have a personal encounter. You must have personal encounter first. You must have personal encounter with Jesus to be son of God. Then if you now want to conquer the world, you must have personal encounter with the Holy Ghost. There are two different things. Encounter with Jesus and encounter with the Holy Ghost. You know, but you know, sometimes like that, we think we use experiences like way. Jesus said, no, don't rely upon the experiences that you had. You need fresh encounter with the Holy Ghost. You need fresh encounter with the Holy Ghost. You need fresh... That is why that... Of course, you know, Jesus said, for their sake, I sanctify themself, myself, that they might be sanctified. In other words, without conscious sanctification and continuous sanctification, I become rusted. And when we become rusted, they will be less useful to God and almost useless. Almost useless in the hand of God. That's why we need fresh encounter. But that is encounter after the first encounter that makes you to be a child of God. We're talking about today how God oppressed. You must have personal encounter with God. It is not enough for you to have to 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 be running with the blessings of your father, the blessings of Abraham, without encountering the God of Abraham. You have to encounter the God of Abraham personally. The God of Abraham is knocking on your door right now. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So we are talking about personal encounter with God. So don't just run with God that somebody preaches. You know, you know that guy was trying to preach it. He said that, uh, he said that, uh, uh, in the name of Jesus Christ, whom Paul preached. The demon said, "I know, I know Paul. You, who are you?" Eh? Thank God that demon don't mess up people up these days. You know, demon don't just mess people up right these days like that because God keep protecting His people. You need to have personal encounter with the Holy Ghost. You need to have personal encounter with God. Amen. Of course, if you want to know more about the Holy Ghost, go to Amazon.com and then you'll find James Nook Encyclopedia of the Holy Ghost and Spirits. Praise the Lord. The book is trending. The time of that book is coming and it's going to trend. It's already beginning to trend. Uh, James Nook Encyclopedia of the Holy Ghost and Spirits in the New Testament. Almost everything you need to know about the Holy Ghost and Spirits. Almost every single thing you need to know about the Holy Ghost and Spirit. You will see wonderful things that God will do in your life. Thank you for all your support. Hallelujah. Also, join us in our Give You Them program, bringing joy onto the faces of many. It is our mission mandate. Our goal is to feed Africa and eliminate hunger. 
So we do it as God gives us the grace. We go to schools and help the children so that the children can go to school. Amen. So we need your support. We need your support. We need your encouragement. We need your prayers. Thank you so much and God bless you so much. Don't forget you need an encounter with God. I don't know what God has spoken to you, but I believe that God must have spoken to you. Praise the Lord. If you have any question, you can send us on WhatsApp. Hallelujah. On WhatsApp there, uh, maybe we we'll have to put it in the intro. And then you'll find it there. Uh, plus two two plus two two eight nine seven nine four six three four zero. Plus two two eight nine seven nine four six three four zero. That's our WhatsApp. You can find it, you know, on Facebook and every other place the podcast is. You can get us there. So find Apostle Jeff podcast anywhere that podcast, you know, is. You find podcast, you'll find us there. God bless you so much. Remember the Lord gave the word and great was the company of there that published it. Let somebody else hear what you are hearing. See you next time. God bless you. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to check us out online via Apostle James Podcast on YouTube, Facebook, and everywhere podcasts are available. Thank you for your support. Be blessed and have an awesome day. We will see you next time on Apostle James Podcast. Oh, you lied for me.